0: Welcome to Healing Your Families. I help young mothers of kids with special needs go from that frustration, stress, and overwhelm that comes with that heavy responsibility and find calm, peace, and joy so they can achieve the quality of family life that they desire. Today, I want to talk about something that affects all families. Can you have a family without conflict? No. Any time you have two or more people sharing living space, you'll have disagreements, different perspectives, and conflict can actually be good. If you're able to resolve the conflict without any contention, you learn more about each other, you appreciate and understand each other better. Conflict can strengthen a relationship. Conflict is not at all the same thing as contention. I want to be very clear on the difference between those two, and that's what we're going to be going into today. While conflict can strengthen a relationship, contention damages it. It can alienate and cause family members to drift apart. Usually if you allow contention, if you have that disagreement, someone does something that you don't agree with. When there's contention, there's anger. Look at this mother and daughter. Not, if you can see near the bottom of the screen, the mother has just thrown her daughter's cell phone. Apparently there was a disagreement about use of a cell phone at the dinner table. And you can see the mother is angry. Now, looking at her daughter's face, does, does it look like they're about to work things out and come to an agreement? It doesn't look like effective communication is or can take place. Now, the hard part about this, if you, you look at the daughter, she's maybe 12, 14 years old. This is the age in life when decisions are made that will impact, have serious impact carried into adulthood. This is the time when you want to be that trusted mentor for your child. And contention does not allow for that. When we start When we address a conflict with contention, when we allow that anger, that contention to come in, the results are often that we just see that there's a right and a wrong. Mom feels like this is the right way to behave at the dinner table and the way her daughter's doing it is wrong. When someone does something that you disagree with, in that spirit of contention, you see them as the enemy. You've got to convince them that you're right and they're wrong. You've got to change what they're doing. And of course, we know the only person you can really control is yourself. Your thinking becomes very rigid, that in-the-box thinking. This is the only way it can be done. You're not very flexible or open to adapting or adjusting. And quite often, you feel like to resolve this conflict, there must be a winner. And I can't win unless you lose. Can you see how this contention can harm family relationships? In anger, harsh words can be spoken that may be very hard to forget. Instead of opening up communication, it shuts it down. It doesn't look like the daughter is really ready to open up to her mom and share her innermost thoughts and feelings. So what would happen if instead of contention, we resolved conflict, we began with respect. Now, many people feel that respect is even more important in families than love. Have you ever said something cruel or hurtful to someone you loved that you might have refrained from saying to someone you respected? When we respect someone, we care about their opinion. We care about their feelings. We want to help them reach their goals. And when we begin with respect, these are the results. We're no longer seeing that other person as the enemy. We're collaborating with them. It's this issue that has come between us that is the enemy. And now we're going to collaborate. We're going to work together. We're going to find a solution to this issue that has is interfering in our relationship. We're not going to be Name-calling or passing the blame, making accusations—we're going to be curious about how can this be resolved. The mother might be listening to her daughter on why the cell phone is so important to her, why she feels she always wants it to be with her, and then the daughter, the mother can explain to the daughter why she feels it's important to, to. the devices away during a meal so they can enjoy this time together and this is an important value to teach children but let's think about the way we attempt to teach it do we if we use contention and pressure and force it then becomes a point of rebellion we're no longer inviting cooperation. If we begin with respect, we want to understand their needs. So we're listening. We're not judging them, we're just discussing it. So how can we address this issue over here that has come between us? And we're looking for a win-win, a way, a solution that allows both people to get what they want maybe it's agreed that the daughter will leave her cell phone in her pocket during meals maybe there's a basket on the counter in the kitchen and when everyone comes to the table mom and dad included they put their devices in that basket during the meal the idea is with respect the family members are looking at the options They're listening to each other, they're understanding, being able to see everyone's perspective and come up with a solution that makes everyone happy. Can you see how this would strengthen family relationships? In this setting, the mother and daughter can build a deeper rapport. They can, the mother can earn the trust of the daughter so that when her daughter is faced with something her friends want her to do that she's not feeling too sure about her mother is that trusted mentor she can go to and get her perspective listen to her insight it's powerful to use respect when we when we need to resolve a conflict i have an example of this When I was growing up, when I was about 11 years old, by then my parents had been married for 25 years, and I had the great fortune to be born to parents who loved each other and loved us, and we could feel that love in our home. And my observation as an 11 year old was that they basically got along fairly well. They seemed to support each other, They expressed their love for each other frequently. Anytime dad came home from work, he always found mom in the kitchen first and gave her a hug and a kiss. But one day I noticed they had a disagreement. My father usually, after greeting my mother in the kitchen, would proceed on into the living room and empty out his pockets, take out his keys, his comb, his handkerchief, his wallet, and put them on the mantel, and then go on upstairs to change into his work clothes so he could go out and get some work done. Well, this time, my mother followed him into the living room and quickly soup, swooped those items right off the mantel. It became very clear that my dad wanted them there, and my mother did not. It was also clear to me that they both had very strong opinions and neither one was about to back down. And so then I was intrigued with this. How were they going to resolve this difference, this conflict? And it was like watching a game of tennis. My father served with I like to keep these things convenient for me so I can put them back in my pocket when I go to work tomorrow. And my mother said, I understand that, but I like to keep the house neat and tidy and this is clutter. And it was interesting watching this. They didn't spend long on it, but they didn't raise their voices. There was no display of anger, even though I could see they were both determined. But they would listen to the other. They would express how they felt. They would inject humor and they didn't spend long on it. It would go, they would go back and forth for a while. And then they would just end the conversation with some indication. Maybe it was a mutual chuckle. And some indication that their love was stronger than this disagreement and they were confident they would find a solution. This went on for several days. My dad continued with, I'm the family breadwinner. Shouldn't I be allowed to arrange things for my convenience? And my mother returned with, yes, you are, but I'm the family homemaker. Shouldn't I be able to keep house the way I choose? Eventually they found the solution. My mother bought some decorative wooden containers and she put them on top of the mantle and then my father could empty his pockets and put them in those containers. This satisfied my mother's need for neatness and order and my father's need for convenience. It was a powerful example to me Of how conflict can be resolved with respect and I've never forgotten it and I know that in families there sometimes it feels like the conflict is so intense so powerful and you wonder how you'll ever overcome it it helps if you just take a deep breath and that's not just a euphemism. Truly, when deep breathing connects the mind and body, it moves you from that sympathetic fight-or-flight. that That's, you know, the two parts of your central nervous system. You have the the fight-or-flight sympathetic response. And this is really handy when there's an emergency and you need to act quickly. But it's not useful in strengthening relationships the parasympathetic is also called the rest and digest so taking time for just some deep breathing just connecting mind and body feeling centered if you or if you take yoga you're familiar with this but just take some time to focus on what really matters is your relationship with this loved one right that's what really is most important take time to focus on that take those deep breaths allow your body to relax and switch into respect the problem the enemy isn't the other person the person who's disagreeing with you or doing something you don't want them to do the problem is this issue collaborate with that other person to solve the issue it really works. I invite you to go to my website healingyourfamilies.com I also want to make sure you know there's the address up there. Win Win Women is hosting a virtual event next month on gratitude and giving. If you go to winwinvirtual.com you can register. It's free. I'll be one of the speakers talking about gratitude for families, and there will be several others on accomplished speakers on on several different topics. I promise you, you will be invigorated and rejuvenated by hearing what they have to say. On my website, HealingYourFamilies.com, you'll find an invitation for you to connect with me, to schedule a no-obligation 30-minute phone call. I'd love to hear your your experience. How are you handling conflict in your family? If you have any questions or concerns, I'd be glad to hear them, answer them, and receive your feedback on my show, any recommendations you have for future topics. Thank you so much for joining me. And be sure to come back next week. At the same time, we've just concluded our series on conflict and resolving conflict in a family. Next week, we'll be talking about commitment, the commitments we make to each other within a family. And I have some amazing guest speakers lined up. You won't want to miss any of that. So thank you for joining me. Remember to love yourself and love your family. And join me in making the world a better place by strengthening families. This is Emma Lou Penrod with HealingYourFamilies.com.